Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives with my good man Kyle and Mike, my two good men. How are you doing today? Doing great. Oh yeah, man, ready to go. Ready to go. So today's topic, uh, as some of you may, may or may not have noticed already, is we're going to be talking about the. Mar- I'm trying to keep a straight face. The latest Maroon Five album, Jordy, and I can't. We all can't wait to discuss how we feel about this record. So I'm going to let Kyle dig in first. Kyle, what's your take and your initial impressions on Jordy from 2021? Sure. Okay. So I went into this album. I was, I'm going to be honest, I was late listening to this album. Actually, my first time listening to this fully through was like last week when we decided this is what we were going to do. Longtime fan of Maroon 5. Full disclosure, uh, I think that they're a band that, while they've made a career out of chasing the trends in pop music, uh, up until the mid to late 2000, uh, 2010s, they did a very good job of it. Their early albums are all great, uh, overexposed in you know the early 2010s being my favorite album of theirs and one of the few pop albums that I would consider a near-perfect pop album. Um, and then the album V or five, whatever you want to call it happened. That was like half good red pill blues. I hated, I, I don't know what happened to that. So really when the band started to be less of a band and more of Adam Levine doing whatever he wants to do with some features. And I had hope for this album when it was first announced and it did not live up to it. It did not live up to any hope I had for it at all outside of really two songs are the only ones I'm going to go back to frequently. And there were two songs that I had already known that I liked before listening to the whole album. I have a lot of issues with the album, which we'll get into over the course of this. But initial impressions is um, really, really did not hold up to what I think that they're name and previous work you know going back at least five years ago holds them to it comes off as very much identity crisis of well this is what's popular and on the radio now it's not really our style but let's try to emulate it anyway and maybe get a bunch of features on there relevant people and boy did it not work mike is there any saving uh, grace right now? Uh, depressed sigh. Uh, uh, I'm the old grandpa villain on uh, on this on this channel on this uh, feature. You know, it's just that's my role, and uh, of course, I'm an old, 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 you know, listener of Maroon Five. Like probably the first stuff that ever came out. Everything in the middle is what I hear while I'm in the grocery store buying some milk and bread during a blizzard probably in new york so you know that's probably about as as much as my knowledge of middle maroon five uh kind of like can can lend to the critique of how they evolved from like i think kyle said it perfect chasing trends um you know it's kind of just a you know they're just morphing into uh kind of almost just like a 
a sampling of kind of the sounds of of like pop you know radio right now and it's not even like there's many shades of pop this is kind of all in the realm of kind of like beats and like no guitar just kind of like uh, just so flat so lifeless uh just almost painfully uh um creatively dry kind of um showing with the opportunity to 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 feature a bunch of people to to kind of like it's almost like you know i almost like picture like adam levine sitting around like a table with everyone like like wishing him happy birthday and like they're like you're not old like you can you can sound like a 16 year old kid on this song and like nobody will question it because you take off your shirt during, at the super bowl but anyway like you know it's just like he's it's just a desperate clawing to be relevant in a in today's radio and uh with it with regards to like maybe a song or two like that i weren't horrible it was m not much to find on this album that had any kind of like real i don't know just substance to it you know what i mean and just overall like yeah it, it was definitely a painful uh, record to make it through almost forgettable um mm -hmm. parts where it just like four songs went by and i'm like it sounded like one continuous song and had you know yeah so it was just like it definitely was very very uh kind of just sad <laughs> sad i wanted jordy from star trek to like beam me away from <laughs> the album and take me far away somewhere where like intelligent life exists you know oh, yeah. but hey you know that's hey that's just an opinion folks uh, don't don't at me all right Oh my God, that Star Trek reference just made my night. <laughs> Absolutely. Jordy, yes. please save me. Save me. Save me. <laughs> um, I, I, will, I will bravely admit, when this album first came out last year in 2021, I was... First up, I was like, oh, cool. Numerat, Numerat 5 album. I, I heard memories. I heard, I heard memories and I was thoroughly depressed by the first the lead single like that came out in 2019 it was, it was weird it was weird the first thing was 2019 and the next one was 20 fall of 2020 then the biggest single which was beautiful mistakes which you know i'll get to in a sec too but like outside of those three singles and then the album came out i was like all right memories was boring it, it had like you know sure it had you know, it had some meaning for people it, i just found it very boring and depressing nobody's love came out and i was like what is going on with maroon five is adam levine okay like what's going on i was petrified this beautiful mistakes comes out and i was like all right this is just a very weird i hopefully the album comes out great what i hope we're hoping for like that v that overexposed v kind of vibe kind of thing and oh my god when i listened to this album start to finish i almost couldn't believe my ears like i felt like i lost my virginity with my ears in a really bad way possible with like something that was just awful and it made me so depressed afterwards and i was i i i've never this is the first time i got angry at a record i was like i was in shock i was like what is going on the first track we'll get to all the tracks in a sec but like post like the first track i was like i i literally was jaw dropped open my jaw was open and I said, what the hell was that? 
I was in severe. I, 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 and then I, I, and then thank God, I finally, thank God, I convinced Kyle and Mike to do this stream tonight because I wanted them to hear how bad this album was. So bad. I was, I've, as a Maroon Five fan uh, who likes them enough to call themselves fan, this was one of the most questionable, outrageous, like just a lot of weird features. Stevie Nicks is in there for some reason and Black Bear. And like, it's just, it's like a midlife crisis times five on Viagra. I mean, forget it. It's terrible. I can't believe what I heard. Hopefully you didn't buy it. Hopefully no, 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 no. I said, thank God I didn't buy it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that, that would enrage me. Like, man, like, uh, Mike, are you kidding me? I, I bought the <laughs> vinyl press. I bought the limited edition vinyl pressing of Jordy. Oh, Just the so ones that come it. out with little stick-on tattoos that you can, like, emulate. Like, I don't know I mean. Like, you can, like, dress up exactly. in the mirror and, like, while you're singing the album. Oh, I got the same one. Uh, I got those beautiful mistakes coming on right now. I got those stickers, <laughs> man. You know? It's like, it's like, what is going on? And then the, the, the remix with, like, in the end it, with memories. I just, we're going to end the track listing in a second. But a lot, overall, just a lot of questionable choices. It sounds like beautiful a Beautiful mistakes, you mean? It was, <laughs> that was good. It was Horrid a, mistakes. It was <laughs> it was such a, did, I, did I say beautiful mistakes? I meant terrible mistakes. Terrible What's going mistakes. On? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like go. It's like terrible. It's just, oh my god. Well, let's go into their Wikipedia page <laughs> and let's talk hmm. about Jordy, their seventh album that came out, and it was. It, I understand that like, it was a dedication to like their manager or whatever, you know what I mean? But like, this was just like, what? And, I, oh, I just want so, so to. So that's one major problem I have with this album, actually. Coming off before it was released, yeah. knowing what the album, you know, it's the dedication to their like past manager. I expected more songs with like, you know, maybe some like deeper, more introspective, like lyrics, you know, thinking like oh you know this like we're dedicating this to him you would expect some kind of lyrics on there to maybe even point to that at all at all but the only yeah. one that we got was memories which was released over a year i think before the album even came out yeah which i spoiler alert uh, i actually really like the song memories <laughs> but it's the only one that had those type of lyrics on it that i'm like oh yeah i could see that and then the rest of it is just lyrically just run-of-the-mill just phoned in maroon five like oh love song here breakup song like oh summer fling song here like it, <laughs> it's pretty much the entirety of this album it's, oh, it's basically like a dedication it's like a de it's like one of those dedications that really have nothing to do with the person it's more like hey he died so like kind of i would look like a jerk without at least mentioning him in like the booklet yeah that'll work in uh yeah put him in the booklet yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that was something that really annoyed me because i was expecting at least a couple songs like that but there wasn't as far as i could tell memories was like the only one that everything else was just so lyrically standard that it's not bad but just again, just like write a go write a pop song in five minutes, and like these are lyrics you come up with. Yeah, yeah, Mike. 
what do you got for just to add on to that if you have anything? Standout tracks. I mean, if I'm going to um, – so one thing that really annoyed me about this album was the vocals kind of um, going, like, in these high-pitched kind of, like, random, like, directions that just made it feel like – it's just such a weird distortion on the voice. A lot of the times the way he ends his sentences and, and the way he pronunciates words, it almost sounds like he's doing, like, almost like he's trying to sound not Jamaican but like trying to sound like he's from the islands or something like that with the, some of these these songs and it's just so weird it's so weird and it's like Adam Levine trying to sound culturally kind of like like uh, diverse with some of the songs that are coming with like kind of like uh they have a certain kind of vibe to them and I'm just like it's almost like someone building a a um, portfolio of re of examples of of how to convince people that they're like culturally kind of diverse you know what i mean like well look look i re i released a song that kind of has like a uh uh you know a reggae beat to it or like oh this one kind of has like this this sound to it and it's like in the end it's just a guy trying to like sound you know like he has many different like influences um you know believe it or not my guilty pleasure on this album besides memories is okay bonus question for the both of you what song is memories uh using what's the main song that the memories is using as its base uh song um that he kind of is adding lyrics to in a way or, or kind of altering in a in a way what what so original song is it using uh this is, this mm -hmm. is i'm the old head bringing you guys a little no a little know-how here like lyrically or the riff the the main the classical score yes yeah jt's on it jt's on it but what is the classical score this is why i gave memories a little bit of a bonus because i'm a classical music guy i appreciate that although there are a ton of pop um, artists who have already done this. And I heard these songs by accident in Famous Footwear, working there, hashtag Famous Footwear, where you can get all your footwear needs. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, you know what? It, it basically says it in there. I think it says it uh, in the thing. Um, does it say it in there? Let me say, hold on. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, nope, it doesn't. Um, but um yeah they wouldn't mention it because it, so anytime you copy off something that's like classical music you don't have to put it in the in the credits because classical music is past the date public domain. you can right public domain yeah. like for example like in this movie they used uh, mozart's um i can't remember which one but they used the song in it and you don't have to credit anybody it's just public domain so yeah mm. But the answer is "Impacted Canon" is the uh, uh, is the song. A lot of weddings use it. Yeah, that's what he's using as that. So it's not even his song, my friends. It's someone else's. That Adam, once again, Adam Levine is is just kind of borrowing from. I appreciate it though, but it's. It's definitely uh, it's it's actually one of the better songs on the album. And then I have a guilty pleasure for the song "Love Sick." Screw both of you. I don't even care. I enjoyed that song. <laughs> that one, <laughs> I enjoyed that one actually it. scored higher for me than most of them. I gave it a five out of ten. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that song, and it, 
it's one of the few songs that actually has like a beat that actually like a lot of these songs have a no no beat like the beat yes. is very it's like not like boom 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 it's like this very weak kind of snare that like it has no commanding beat you know no it very much followed the minimalistic trends that were going on and it was very late to the party on that as well that trend started to die out a little bit a couple of years back but in typical maroon 5 fashion i had to jump on a trend and be late to it and hey if we're talking track list right now i've mentioned it in previous streams i hate when artists rely on features in almost every song on an album yeah also right. every feature on this album with the exception of maybe stevie nicks doesn't feel right <laughs> like it just feels like they sent over a song like i'd say like to black bear which i've said this on the streams before too i hate black bear every single thing this guy does has the exact same flow the exact same cadence it sounds exactly the same every single time and yet everyone loves this guy i don't understand it but anyway every feature <laughs> just sounds like they wrote a song and just emailed the files sent the files over to insert popular rapper at the time here and just do whatever you want on top of it a good feature comes from actually being in the studio with someone and being like you know actually cooperating on a song at least the stevie nicks feature was just her doing like backing vocals and like harmonies and stuff that one is remedy is actually one of my top on the album getting like a seven out of ten ish mainly for that reason same mm -hmm. thing seasons i actually enjoyed a bit seasons also got like around seven because i liked like mike said that one had like a flow to it i gave that one the similar to the image i'm about to show you right here that right there <laughs> <laughs> that was a season up in fire the, the thing i like uh, seasons, though, is it actually has like a nice groove to it that a lot of these songs are lacking uh yeah. but my two my two biggest um guilty pleasures i guess memories i do like a lot and uh beautiful mistakes actually i actually mm -hmm. really like that song until megan the stallion comes in and does a oh, random rap first that just comes out of nowhere and adds absolutely nothing to the song i mean even look even look at the juice world feature it's just typical what's popular and oh it's popular to cash in on juice world's death and throw like an unreleased <laughs> verse of his onto one of our songs same thing that guy nipsey hustle i think this was released after he died as well maybe it was before he died i don't know but same thing with him he got popular for a minute when he passed away and nope oh, boom everyone has a song with him out megan the stallion she started blowing up at that time it's just ah uh, constant Wait, did she die too, or no, she didn't. I thought you were leaving. She just okay, started sorry. blowing up at that time. So they're like, oh, gotta throw her on a song. Also, the memories yeah. remix absolutely destroyed a good song. I gave it a zero. I really it, did. I, I, I had to give it a zero. It was it so was bad. So stupid because the rap verses don't oh, fit in. Me. And it's essentially like they're saying different things on a song that has a completely separate meaning. They're just like, Here's a verse. We'll turn it in, rap over a pretty much non-existent beat. Oh, it's 
I didn't give anything a zero. I try not to give zeros very often, but man, I had lots of ones and twos. Echo was one of the <laughs> worst things I've heard in a long time. Lost has one of the most annoying choruses I've heard in a long time. I know. I have my notes my here. For a year. <laughs> on my, uh, my notes here, Echo should have been written by a 16-year-old boy. That's actually That's what I wrote. Exactly. On this, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the worst part. Yeah, the worst right? part was is as the worst part is um like Tracy and I were listening to it and like he does the echo with his voice and we were like, yes. could you have not added a, an effect to this that would have been yeah. a cool like? But no, you just go, you just re, like it's just oh my god, and the lyrics are straight out of like like a, I don't know, just Justin Bieber's like first record, like you know, yeah. just desperate wanting to be young again and it's just painful because and so like i don't know if you've ever watched adam levine's like super bowl performance but he's like when he had all these artists on that were like rappers and different like people he was like looking at them like accept me like love me like and he was like trying to like dance with them and they were like looking at the audience like yeah we're not looking at you adam we're looking like at the crowd and like we're not in your band and you're not gonna like take us in like we're we're here to perform alongside you is this even a band anymore though no like right the band's right here the one song (laughs) yeah one song you hear anything on is the acoustic guitar and memories other than that it's oddly enough though there's like six people in this band they have like six members and they're not even just touring members yeah they're actual band members i don't understand it it doesn't make sense it's terrible even look at Panic at the Disco, similar situation. It's essentially just the Brendan Urie project at this point, has been for years now. There's still distinguishable instruments in there. This just seems like they're like, all right, Adam, you go do whatever you want, hire 20 to 30 producers for a single album and just we'll we'll profit off of it. Which you know what? More power to them. <laughs> but if we're, about, if we're talking about songs right. that should have been written by 16-year-olds, Mike. Yeah. Um, the song button oh no yeah the lyrics on the song button in the chorus is come push the button and turn me on give me good love switch the siren on oh boy they say the line come push the button and turn me on well over 20 times also, I accidentally sneezed and hit the skip button on that one. I was like, oh, shoot, yeah. I skipped it. <laughs> yeah, I also did the, uh, the much-needed Spanish verse, because that's popular now. So they got a Spanish rapper to do that. Why not? Dude, this whole thing was just an identity crisis train wreck for me. Uh, oh, my God. It's just, it's... It's the worst album I've heard since, uh, probably since Metallica's Lulu. Oh. I don't, I'm going to be honest though, I'm going to say it's not as bad as that one. But I will at least give Metallica credit for trying something new. And I at can't remember which were. song it was. It was probably like, okay, you know the song Payphone by yeah. Maroon 5? There's yep. a song in there that almost sounds so similar without without certain deviations that that song takes and i had no idea i knew the song but i knew it by accident for to be honest with you seriously i thought it was one direction 
<laughs> I really did. I thought the song Payphone was by one one direction or one direction. Um yeah, <laughs> like I I basically was like that's one direction and then i realized it was adam levine and then i realized that there was a song on this that sounded like a tracy he's like hey that sounds like this song so i like i was just like <laughs> it was crazy man i didn't even like, notice that yeah it's terrible man like it's... i like <laughs> i just yeah, i like yeah. Phone. <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah it was me things like i do enjoy a decent amount of pop music that's why i like songs like like beautiful mistakes and memories those are the two by far two standouts to me on here because they're actually well-written pop songs i do think beautiful mistakes would have been way better without a random rap feature yeah again feels like it comes out of nowhere but most of this album it's just boring like there's nothing that i can point to other than like lyrics in some places and be like this is objectively bad it's just boring to get through so many yeah, I think songs. Se- yeah, seasons one like convince me nobody's love. All those songs, you could have just combined them into one song, one long song, and I wouldn't have even literally blinked. Like I would have been like, when did the songs begin to have an idea and end with an idea? Like like it was just somebody talking. And, and kind of singing over a light beat yep. that basically had no uh, object, uh, like objective or any kind of direction. And then like, you know, it's just like memories is kind of the saving grace of like uh, of that part of the album. And then it's just like then they uh, ruined it with the remix right after it. Oh, the remix is horrible. <laughs> it's, and, yeah. and it's not even like this is like a deluxe edition thing. They ended the album like this. Like they thought, yep, this is what we want to do. This is the good thing. And now you can't find a non-deluxe edition of this album. The deluxe edition is essentially just the album now. It's just the definitive, here's Jordy, and it's terrible, man. And I mean, all apologies to Juice World, Mr. Juice, but I I had to leave your track alone because I really couldn't listen to it. But I I just took it and I was just like, I'm leaving it. I'm done. Like I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna go straight to the the song that I think is like actually pretty decent. That's memories and like I was saying, it's just it's it's painful, man. It's painful. The Juice World song, Juice World's verse is like the only part of that song that I thought was anywhere near enjoyable. So it got like an extra point on top of that one just for that. But again, why? That's my question. Whenever I see all these features, why? Profit. Adam Levine's birthday. I really do think someone check, <laughs> someone check this. I want to know when his birthday is, and I want to I want to one hundred percent that he didn't bribe everyone to come in on this album like a threat, like like lawyers <laughs> sent letters out, like because you uh, owe Adam Levine like uh, studio time, his record, you know, I don't know, like he you have March to shake off on his album. When did this March album release? Eighteenth, nineteen seventy nine. Okay, it's my dad's uh, birthday yeah. too. This album was it. recorded. Ended recording March 2021. Plenty. Oh, of oh my God! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Hashtag uh, Illuminati into the world. I swear to God, this is his birth. Like you, this is him weeping in a room, and they're like, "Adam, stop crying. You're not old. Like, look, we're all on your track." He's like, "Thanks, yeah. guys." <laughs> also, can you just appreciate that this album took about three years to record? Usually, when you have an album that takes that long, you get something very good as as an end result 
Oh my God, I can guarantee man. you he was done with the album in 30 minutes. And then he probably was like, all right, let's like add a bunch of like filters and weird little like distortions and like noises. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, he kind of like, yeah. Somewhere, I bet you there's a cut of this album that has the full band on it. And he listens to it and he's like, no, no, no. No one listens to guitar-driven music anymore. Let's turn those down. They're probably in the mix. If you look at it, they're probably in the mix, but just to the point you can't hear it. Yeah, there he you doesn't go. cut them out. Yeah, just they're oh there. Oh, my just like, God. Look at all these musicians that played on this album. Wow. That's, that's, that's terrible. Wow. This is so just an atrocity. <laughs> my God. Just so many people. It's it's like the the literal case of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, literally, one hundred. And it, that's exactly what I'm saying. By hearing it, yeah, it's it's uh, more is le- uh, less. If anything, it's just like the more people you cram in on this, the less it it like has any opportunity to to know what it is. It's just you know, I can't even believe it. The, the, the weird thing is when you have an album that has this much input, this many people working on it, usually you end up with a very unfocused album that just sounds all over the place. That's weird to me that this doesn't, you know, props to them for being able to get this many people to work on it. And it still sounds focused. I mean, focused in a negative way, but I mean, I guess they knew what they wanted to do here. (laughs) Like it sounds focused in a, like, here's the sound we're going for. Everyone make sure you're doing exactly that. And don't give me any other input. Yeah. Right. They're like, oh, crash this plane in the ground. No, no. Angle it a little, little bit better. Straight down. No. Okay. There you go. Crash it. Yeah. Like it needs more people to help drive it into the ground. Imagine if this is like, imagine if they made it suck more than it already does. Like imagine if there was like, imagine if every single song was a feature though. Cause Seasons has no feature. Love Sick has no feature. Lost has no feature. Can you, and nobody's left. Can you imagine for one second if just every song had a feature? Well, you know what? Nobody's love might actually have benefited from one. One nobody's love is one of the worst songs I've heard. I think ever yes. that one I actually same here. On hated, and it's not only one of the worst songs. One of the worst selections as a radio single I've ever heard. Yeah. Then why would anyone listen to that and be like, "Yep, this is the one we're pushing out to radio." And like if the my favorite part is, and for those of you who are listening, you're going to see this, but the actual single cover is ridiculous. Look at the single cover for this. It's a girl on top of like an ocean thing with a smiley face in the corner. Are you high? <laughs> that looks like a uh, Alanis Morissette album cover from yes. the 90s. <laughs> yeah, right. 100%. I just, and like it says nobody's love. And it's just a woman like looking upset, and then there's there's, there's just the pink smiley face in the corner, <laughs> and then it's just they use like this like real cliche kind of like uh, overexposed kind of graphic, like it's just like yeah. Also, can we just acknowledge that apparently the song was inspired somehow by the COVID pandemic and the George Floyd protests? <laughs> it's not even yeah. lyrically there, like like ah uh, yeah. And I'm actually like, I respect Maroon 5. I'm actually very happy that I didn't like listen to any of their mid stuff. I really am. Like, like I'm really happy that I like my idea of Maroon 5 is like a lot of those songs that I, you know, know from like the first, the first album or two. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, with like guitarists and like 
band members playing and like like even that's the way good cover of highway to hell too yeah they did go actually really good and like in a lot of ways i feel like this album is is a complete rebirth of what adam levine's sound is basically heading towards and like he didn't even try one of these songs to have like an old school approach to it which means and this kind of comes back to my idea where an artist has no no need to further prove anything or like do anything that seems like remotely like intentional like i'm going to intentionally try hard and make something good they're like basically like, i have no i don't need to i've pumped out enough stuff i have enough money i have enough features and people to tell me i'm doing good like why should i have to prove myself by like going and actually writing a like, legit song with like with layers of sound and instruments and all kinds of like i have the new sound and it's easier to get hire a bunch of programmers to keep the keyboard uh to program everything and like done you know I, I don't need any i don't need anyone's help i don't need my band's help i have i have all these people and then people are going to gobble it up and i mean i what was the general consensus of this album like what was the reception like if you oh, not done oh you yeah. have to see this you have well not. considering even critic, even critic considering the comments were turned off that was a yeah. pretty good uh, example yeah I mean, can i re- can i read some of this is that okay can oh, yeah. I read some please of all right uh, so i'll read it from the top we're on the wikipedia page for those who are listening to us jordy received mixed reviews from critics no shit at metacritic <laughs> which was <laughs> assigns a normalized normalized rating out of 100 reviews from mainstream critics the album has an average 48 out of 100 which indicates Oof. mixed or average reviews based on nine reviews writing for new music uh, uh i forget the name m-e-m-n-e L. Hunt reported with Jordy, Maroon 5 were more visible and more times vulnerable, describing the two versions of memories as sharp pop singles, pop songs with both substance and heart. Taking about talking about the collaborations, Hunt detailed Stevie Nicks' contrib- contribution to Remedy that sounded like a corrupt series singing a country western and <laughs> described Jason Thrill's collaboration with Levine lifestyle as silly and slightly overdone. She remarked that the addition of Juice World on Can't Leave You Alone serves little purpose and that his verse is wedged in the middle of an, an un- unwise, unre- unremarkable breakup song. And now we get to the negative reviews. <laughs> facts, Joe. You know, as the kids say, facts, man. Facts. Yes, that that facts, wasn't my, the negative reviews. <laughs> that was the mixed review. Here's the negative reviews. In a negative <laughs> review, Kate Solomon of I described the songs as generic but hypnotic melodies over generic but danceable beats going on to say that her the songs were banal i think they say it now yeah banal now at advertisement friendly while solomon highlighted her, her the inclusion of her and megan the stallion she described the po- post posthumous posthumous appearances Thank yeah. you. But posthumous appearances <laughs> by I can't pronounce my anything for my life by Nipsey Hustle and Juice World as unmemorable. Solomon went on to remark that the album is perfectly crafted to perfectly crafted the please crowds to slip into your consciousness without without you realizing. Oh my God! In a similar review, go, the Guardians Alexis P. I'm not gonna have to pronounce that. Yeah, I ain't helping you on that one. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Describe the album as a plethora of well-worn 21st century pop 
tropes, tropical house sounds, post-tame impala floaty synths, mm. but nothing you would describe as a novel of the <laughs> We're music. We're getting excited over here. I need a hot. It's, oh, it's almost I'm done. It's almost done. I'm on fire right now. <laughs> he likened Maroon 5 to blank the canvas and saying that the band was, quote, reliant on guest artists to inject their personality and songwriters and producers to come up with the goods. He highlighted Bantu and the, the Stallions' contributions, describing them as fiery and a surprise, res- respectively, but went on to describe the rest of the album as a mixed bag. And remarked that the albums felt too calculated for their own good. Good God. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Ha- yeah. Tropical house sounds, these beats, like, like it sounds like uh, so someone went, Can I have every single kind of like uh, little sample from like previous radio pop music? And can I use them in my songs? Like, yeah, sure. Like, here you go. And they like, he just like, sampled all of those to make this album that's exactly how it's like feeling on the like every track felt yeah oh my can we so talk about the cool. runtime of each song they're they're pretty stereotypical for pop songs hovering about three minutes or so yeah but i don't know those, those reviews some of them were a little more positive than i anticipated me too but, <laughs> i don't know well, especially I like how- with some of the features being highlighted i thought the features were for the most part, the worst parts of this album. I really it's funny like- exactly what you said, Kyle. Uh like um the mixed reviews were like like this sucks. And the suck <laughs> reviews are like this is like horrid. So that's like that's how bad when your mixed reviews are like literally Maybe not mixed, they're just super suck. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, this is not and, and Mike, I have some some bad news for you. Oh, if you hadn't no. listened to any newer Maroon 5, the album before this not much better it's about no, what, no, 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 pretty no. much more of the same thing oh no uh, yep yeah yeah <laughs> red, red pill blues <laughs> they've yeah. been on a uh, downward spiral for almost the better part of uh, no no almost a decade probably since like 2015. Yeah. i'm gonna Even quote Ky- I'm, like, I'm gonna quote you kyle i'm gonna quote kyle and say I had this conversation with Kyle at one point about Maroon 5 in general. And he said, I've never, I'm quoting you, or, or stop me when you remember this. I've never seen a band dip so fast in quality so quickly. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't have like a gradual, here's our, you know, this is our change of sound. They had, we write fun pop music. Like early 2000s was like, oh, we write like soft pop rock it's like okay cool now it's like all right we write fun fun radio uh, pop it's you know whatever and then all of a sudden it was you had the album v which is like half really yeah. good like you had like sugar maps animals like huge hits that's pretty much where that album stopped every other song on that was pretty bad yeah and then all of a sudden but it's still, you know, decent. When half an album, when almost half an album is good, I'll give it a pass. But then all of a sudden, they just were like, we're not doing fun songs anymore. We're doing minimalistic pop music that's written by like 20 different people. And boy, did it just... The only other band I think went downhill as fast, but not quite as fast, uh, Five Seconds of Summer. Mm. They went from playing pop punk to just 
similar music to this, just boring, uninspired pop. But you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, I respect Maroon 5 as musicians, not so much Adam Levine as of late. <laughs> I feel like he's just taking it upon himself to do everything. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'd actually love to be wrong because if they're all on the same page, I can respect that you try something if it's actually what we want to put out. But, you know, I respect the guys. They hang out. They do the live shows. And, you know, good for them. I just, what I just off of this. And is the, the times when Adam Levine's voice goes so high and he's like, it sounds like he's morphing into a mouse at times. Yes. Like, it's just like, like, he's just like doing these high pitched, like, wow. Like, it's just like, it all, it just, it feels like, it feels like a guy trying to like prove that he's not like an old dude like you can do I, these kind of like the stuff they used to do in like 2010 with like yeah, the girl in the back i think he you know? does it on i have a feeling he does it on purpose now just as like because he never used to do that back in the day like yeah he always had like a higher voice but i feel like it wasn't until like the mid 2010s where he got the reputation as oh yeah that guy with the really high voice and ever since then <laughs> he's just been like i have to do this in every song every song needs me like trying to go falsetto and doing all this like high notes and stuff and it doesn't work for him i don't know i don't care for it (laughs) we're all in agreement now this is just this is just a disaster (laughs) and the manager's uh family's now suing to have his name removed i'm just kidding folks that's uh that's 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 fake news but uh yeah oh my god i'm just i just want to i don't know if i shared my thoughts or not already but on the track listening but like but like Beautiful mistakes is like to me personally, like the what outside of Megan, the radio edit, I should say. The radio edit, they don't play Megan these Stan because you know, corporate radio don't want to play her. <laughs> but like, of course, but I will say that that you know, it's funny that song starts off like when it, actually I, I really like it, but when it first came out, I was like, I I'll never forget this. I was driving down, I was listening to the single again. I was like, all right, let me try this new Maroon 5 single, beautiful mistakes, whatever, right. I listened to it and I was driving and I got I was driving down to my grandparents' house and I gotta tell you the story. I was driving down to my grandparents' house. Uh they live like 25, 30 minutes away. And I'm driving listening to Maroon Five Greatest Hits, whatever, right? And the sat and I, right before I get to the house, the song comes on, Beautiful Mistakes, as the single before the album came out. And I'm like, and I remember being like jaw drop at the floor again. And I, I, after I listened to the song, I was like, I walked into the house and I said, guys, I think I just, hey, how you doing? Said, oh, it's so good to see you. I think I just heard the worst song of the year right now. <laughs> and they were like, what? What do you mean? Because they know I'm like a big music guy, whatever. And they're like, and then who sung it? And I said, Maroon 5. They're like, really? <laughs> like, who? Like, Moron 5? What's going on? <laughs> but I, I, the song has come to grow, like the song has grown on me a lot, actually. Like I, and if you take Megan Thee Stallion out, I wish they would release a cut with that. But that's, I like the groove on it, whatever. But outside of that and memories, just like I listened to it again the other day before we did our stream today. And I was like, what? Like, I almost puked. I kid you not. I almost puked. I was that like in shock. I, I maybe because I ate something bad, but maybe because that just sucks. I don't know. Like, I was in so much denial. Like, this cannot be true. This cannot be the same artists at this point that i thought they were it was just like yeah, oh my God. and the beautiful mistake song and that's the problem with that the mistake is is that it has a nice uh 
a, like you know catchy quality to it, a good chorus to it, but it yeah. just doesn't do anything after that. It kind of just okay. I'm gonna take that and I'm going to have a little part in between, but then I'm gonna do that again. I'm gonna and then I'm gonna do that again. I'm gonna do that again, and that's the problem with that song. It like had so much, uh, it had so much promise, but outside of that, it it kind of runs out of ideas fast. It's kind of like here's what I brought, and I really don't have any other things to add to it. But I'm gonna continue to play it over and over and over and over again, and you're just gonna like accept that because it's like, you know, that's that's the catchiness of it, and that's it could have been better if it had more to it, like it did yeah. some other stuff in in alongside of that, you know. So. You know, so, and that's um, that's for for anyone that's not watching this, they're not going to see the the Wikipedia page here. But I need yeah. to highlight something. We're around the beautiful mistake single page. Yeah. I know it's Wikipedia, and anyone can edit what they want here. But I need to point out that someone described this song as a guitar-driven pop rock song with heavy drums and atmospheric synths and a tranquil beat. First of all, how do you have a song with heavy drums and a tranquil beat? Unless you're like a prog rock song with multiple parts, those two things generally don't go together. Can we see who the, like, the, uh, what do you call it, the the, the stone or, like, the, the person they were referencing or who wrote that that i think I really want to edited the page <laughs> no that was who said credit. that adam levine yeah. <laughs> it all comes <laughs> back to him oh my it just God. so happens he owns a magazine who reviews his own music and he puts out his own reviews yeah. <laughs> oh my god that just shocked me seeing that anyone could even attempt to describe the song that way because i i enjoy the song but there's nothing guitar driven or heavy drums about this yeah, sounds like they were smoking the crack. Like, I mean, if I just gotta put it out there, like, hey, whoever yeah, whoever wrote it. that on the internet, we're calling you out. Yes, <laughs> yeah, up. you can add us at that. So you, yeah, sure. You can tweet <laughs> us at Superview. Show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. And it was a huge hit too. Like, oh my god, it's just on the Hot 100. It was number 13. Beautiful mistakes. Yeah, but they're a band that they could release Adam Levine farting <laughs> into a microphone. It'll still be yeah. <laughs> that's very song. true that's very true i'll give exactly. you that. the czech republic uh release was that <laughs> they, were, they preferred that yeah release it. <laughs> oh my god uh do we have any other anything anything that's going to talk about for these piece of garbage or no uh no my last thing is just that i even have written down in my notes as i was taking while going through this album about halfway through i just wrote is this even a band anymore yeah. is this music anymore yeah besides that we have our ratings for it and everything i'm sure that's yeah. going to be just a lovely number of, oh, it's gonna uh, be a great number might be, maybe. yeah all right well who wants to kick it off yeah all right why don't we let kyle go first kyle i'll kick What's it off rating I, of I might have i might have the highest number here oh god so, <laughs> i gave it a five out of five no no, <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've since Green Day's American time. I love this album. No, um, in all seriousness, so the way I do my ratings, and I think it's similar to how Mike does his, but correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. I get a rating for each song, then I average them out. So it's like a mathematical average, it's not just a 
Uh, not just like pulled out of the blue, like, oh, this is a whatever number. Um, so I had a couple of songs that brought the rating up a bit. So it, it's a light two out of five for me. Um, there were a couple songs that I did like memories to me was a straight 10. I really like that song lyrics, as I've said before, a big thing for me. So I really like the lyrics on that. Uh, it was a well-made song, beautiful mistakes, got like a nine. Then there were two others that got like a seven, uh, remedy and seasons. Those were the only four songs that I took away from the album thinking like, Oh, these are songs I could see myself listening to two of them, you know, good enough to be in like a rotation of songs. Uh, so two out of five for me. Mike, what do you got? Yeah. Okay. So like, obviously if this was just like the sound of the ocean with like a, like a French horn in the background with someone like shaking a maraca and like chanting in the background. Uh, I, I, those are the kinds of albums that I, I refuse to acknowledge as art and then give it a high rating because it's so groundbreaking to me. It, it doesn't get a rating because it exists on a different plane. And like, because this song, this album had music with it, it had a beginning, middle and end. It had like, you know, like you weren't listening to a song and it just like cut off and you're like, well, what happened? And they're like, yeah, we just didn't finish it and released it. Like, yeah, it basically, it, it, it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing. So one out of five is my rating for it. But I wrote slash 1.5 out of five because there is a, a when i re-listened to a couple songs i was like ah like i already i still hate it but at least i can see uh something else in the song that is just not as bad as i like when when you get into a hate mode where you're just bashing on something the next song you hear you're like i hate it and then you're like wait a minute i gotta go back and re-listen to this because i i was like in that hate mode and i need to come back to another day where i'm like cooled off and i like re-listen to it <laughs> so uh, like yeah 1.5 is probably what it could become but 1.5 one out of 10 one out of five you know is basically the rating for me just didn't do it wouldn't do it i'm i hope jt can beat me i really do if he goes 0. 0.5 or zero i would just <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll lose my villain. So don't, don't let me lose my villain title, please. Oh my God, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Well, doing some last minute thinking about this and my, my overall, I mean, final impressions, truthfully. What, what I go back and listen to some of the songs. Yeah. I go back and listen to memories and beautiful mistakes personally, but that's, that's me. But outside of two songs that are at least, pretty much decently well structured this is i'm gonna go so far as say this might be an atrocity this is just terrible i don't think i've listened i've never actually listened to something in my life and then hit and said had my jaw open as i said and just flat out hated it van halen three no no no, no, no. <laughs> i mean this is like this is like the, to me like as far as modern stuff goes or in general this might be worse than van halen three for me I'm not gonna lie. That far for me personally, but damn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as as someone who loves Maroon Five pre 2014, yeah, like, like show us your wall right now. There's posters on there, isn't it? Yeah, let's see. Come on, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Adam Levine Super Bowl show. <laughs> uh, 
That Super Cut Bowl show the was the best halftime show ever. <laughs> ever. It was the best one ever. It top Prince. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but no, but I, I will say, for me personally, I give this album a solid z- point. Wow, I can't believe I'm going to this because the only, the only redeemable qualities to me are beautiful mistakes and memories. I'm giving it a solid 0.75. Yes. So I am bashing He's tonight. I am worse than Mike. I'm not the villain. villain. Mike is not the villain tonight. I am the villain because I have never hated (laughs) hated something so much in my life that I was like, because the fact that you have some, 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 we touched on a lot of this songs you can't like sounds you can't identify with at this point. You're like, is this still Maroon 5? Is this a EDM artist? What's going on? You're like, what the hell? I got to tell you the truth. I, Outside of beautiful, beautiful mistakes and memories, there is almost nothing redeemable about this album to me, whatsoever. I am giving it a solid point. Wait, I said zero point seven five. That's less than a one, right there. I am bashing this thing to the death. Adam Levine, fight me. You can find us at the Super View shows on Twitter. I swear, come at me, bro. You can get two hundred likes. They'll fight to the death. <laughs> boxing match. Yes, and uh, but but that is our rating. So uh, Kyle's rating, Mike's rating, my rating. We want to thank you all for watching us live and talking about this atrocity. Well, not someone, someone, but like this album pretty much sucks. We're, we, we've come to a very universal agreement on this. As you can see, for those who are not watching us and listening to us, our backgrounds on Zoom are just dumpsters behind us, which is what this album really is. It's just garbage. <laughs> Pretty much, Mike's is fire. Kyle's is a giant dumpster, and mine is a car stuck in a dumpster, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and a car is actually a nice thing to find in a dumpster. At least it can you can turn it into something, you know. Like so, you, you may have a little exactly. more hope in yours than you realize, and maybe it's gonna become your new favorite under you know underappreciated gem in the rough. Yeah. Yeah. I forget diamonds. I found a car. Found <laughs> <laughs> a pinto. Uh, hell that is. Extreme JT is gonna be like guys. I have, to, uh, I have to edit my score for the last one. Actually, <laughs> four. Yeah. Four. four point seven five out of five, baby. No, no, no. But uh, ultimately, guys, what you guys have to say out there in the comment section below. Let us know what you guys think. Thanks so much for watching, listening, enjoying this hate stream on Maroon Five about how terrible their album was, and we hope you enjoyed us talking about how terrible this was. So, but thank you so much and. So stay safe and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Career.